Talk Radio 96.7 Sports Central. That's your chance to talk sports with the guys from Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism. Here at every Thursday right here, brought to you by Fred's Market. In the air chair ready to talk is Neil Duncan. Hey everybody, welcome to Sports Central on a uh, surprisingly, well, thus far not raining afternoon. It's been crazy. You just jinxed it. Now yeah, it's fine. Well, it's going to rain. I mean, look at the radar. It's going to rain. But uh, Eric Clark, thank you so much, my friend. Got Jay Kidd, Jenna Kidd in the studio with me this week. And uh, uh, we don't have Jack Attack. Jack Attack. I named him Jack Attack last week. I kind of like that one, though. I do, too. Jack Attack. Jack Attack. That's his name. Uh, <laughs> but uh, going to catch up on all of the sports, whether it's on the national scene, uh, local here. Of course, uh, college football is in full swing. Uh, whether it's, uh, you know, the state schools with Florida, Florida State, Miami, UCF, USF, whoever you like to follow. And then we got great football as well locally here. College football, Southeastern, Warner, Weber. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Of course, high school football, um, you know, We'll get we'll get into that later in the show, but uh, I, I want to talk about not only we've talked about it on other shows. It's difficult enough right now because there's a shortage in officials, so some of these games are not being played on Friday. They're played on Thursday and Wednesday and Saturday. And uh, we had a chance to talk to Dan Talbot, the athletic director for Polk County Public Schools, and it's a challenge. And then you throw all this weather that we've had recently on top of that. I just oof. Yeah, no, I was reading earlier that Mulberry had their first, like, full week of practice this week. Well, I guess it's not the full week yet, but they've had their most practices in one week this Unimpacted week. Unimpacted by the, yep. the weather. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been insane. Uh, but let's go ahead and go to the scoreboard. Major League Baseball, the Rays, uh, they are down in the wild card uh, after losing. I think they won one, then they split. Uh, so right now they are a game back of Seattle and a game and a half back of uh toronto but right now they are currently winning five zip what are you laughing at you oh i did it yeah (laughs) (laughs) like what are you doing okay so it's a radio show so we have to describe i am currently using a laptop and then a mouse that's not connected to the laptop Uh so jenna's laughing because I clearly don't know what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, I was trying to like subtly say I'm it, but you, you were just moving it, and I'm like, ah, ah okay, whatever, I'll let him do his thing. <laughs> but the Rays uh, trying to get back in this, so there's very few games left in the season. I mean, if you look at it, uh, 162 games in the regular season, and so far they have played, hold on just a second, let me do some mental math here, 20 games left. So 19 after today mm. uh, left in the season. Um Remarkable comeback because you know they were what 15 16 games down of the Yankees uh, when they got into August. They went on a tear, the Yankees started sliding. Uh, so right now, uh, Tampa has fallen back to seven and a half games behind the Yankees. Uh, but let's be honest, that's not the race. Uh, the race is not for the American League East, it's for the wild card spot or one of the two wild card spots. But unfortunately, for the Rays, they are five and five in their last 10 games and they've lost two in a row. Uh, that's why they find themselves a game and a half back of the Blue Jays. But they're leading right now five to nothing. So that'll get them back within uh, a half game. But uh, I'm getting a little uncomfortable right now. As as great as they were in August, uh, they've been okay in September. But it's going to come right down to probably the last game of the season. I feel like that's how it's been for a few seasons. I always feel like that's, you know, like for maybe not a few, but last year the kind of the same thing. We were waiting right to the end, and then they made it through. Well, it was. Uh, they even have a. What is it the one sixty two club? Uh, remember some years ago, I think this is what uh, Evan Longoria, when he was told with the Rays, hit that home run 
on the 162nd game to put them in the playoffs. Wow. And so that area over there where the home run was, they kind of um, themed at that. But uh, I think this is what we're always going to see from the Rays. Don't get me wrong. I am not complaining because what they do with the amount of money, that, the little amount of money that they spend on this team competing in probably, the, if not the best division of baseball, it, it's top two, what they're able to do. I'm okay with the roller coaster ride that is year in and year out, whether they're going to be in or whether they're going to be out of the playoffs, because they do remarkable things. I guess this is just what it's going to be for the Rays. Yeah, and I mean it keeps things exciting. Definitely, you know when it's you know down to the wire. So, I mean, keep doing what they're doing as long as they're getting through. That's all that matters in the end. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, let's go ahead and talk about local high school football. Um, some. Weather. We we talked about it. Getting a phone call here um, from Okeechobee. Clearly, spam. <laughs> they want to talk about my extended uh, warranty on my yeah. car. But um, high school football. We just talked about it a few minutes ago. We might as well go ahead and talk about it. Uh, Polk County teams getting a lot of national coverage. Um, and if they can get out of this rainy season, it's going to be a heck of a season for Polk County high school football. Yeah, definitely. So taking a look first, we're going to look at Lakeland and Winter Haven. So Lakeland looks super strong as they face their cross country rival. Uh, senior Tyler Williams returned two kickoffs. Cross, cross country? Is it just ingrained in your head? Yeah, that's cross, all I think about is cross country. Cross county? Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's what I meant. Go ahead. I won't stop you. Sorry. Uh, but senior Tyler, Tyler Williams returned two kickoffs for touchdowns. Uh, Lakeland also had a pick six to add to their lead. Um, Lakeland, who is 2-0, will host Kissimmee Osceola Friday night at 730, and Winter Haven travels to Haines City, so another local matchup there. Yeah, that should be a, a really good game. Uh, you look at Osceola and the talent that they have on their roster, and of course it's well documented here in Polk County uh, what Lakeland has. And I think Tyler Williams, you were just mentioned. I think he is um, he's supposed to announce his decision soon. Did he already do it? Maybe. I think I think I saw something, but I could have gotten the colors mixed up with Lake Wales. Because they had someone. He, yes, as well. he, he was uh, Anglin, yeah, yeah, for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. No, Tyra Williams. Uh, he announced his final five, and I think uh, coming up in the next week or so, hmm. he's going to announce uh, where he's going. Wow, two kickoff returns for touchdowns. Isn't that hard? I would think that would be challenging. You get that in a season, and you're happy about that. No, oh, one game, man. Yep, Zephyr Hill Christian. Excuse me, that's not right. <laughs> Zara Path. Uh, versus Victory Christian, Auburndale versus Gateway. Uh, that's coming up this Friday. Those games are at 7 o'clock. Ambassadors Christian versus Septimer Christian. That's at 6, excuse me, at 7 o'clock as well. Davenport versus Liberty. Ridge Community at Bartow High School. That's at 7.30 kickoff. Mulberry versus Fort Meade, 7.30 as well. Lake Region versus Lake Wales. Winter Haven versus Haines City. And that's a district matchup as well as the uh, matchup between Bartow and Ridge. Those are the four teams in that uh, that district there. Lake Gibson versus Lee County, where I mentioned Osceola versus Lakeland, uh, Sebring versus Kathleen, uh, and then Zephyr Hill Christian versus Lakeland Christian, Frostproof versus Tenorock. Uh, who else do we got? Let's see. George Jenkins versus Lake Wire. And then uh, I saw I started to say Heat City versus Davenport, but that's actually next week. Mm. Get ahead of myself. It's okay. I'll allow it. You'll allow it? Mm-hmm. Just for the segment, though. But Lake Gibson was on national television again last week. Yes, they were, and unfortunately, they fell short to Lehigh um, in that nationally televised game. So, Lake Gibson fought hard against the 61st nationally ranked team in the country. Uh, Lehigh uh, star running back in Alabama commit did most of the offensive work. The Lightning um, amassing a crazy 285 
rushing yards and 32 carries to give Lehigh the 26-20 to win. Very close game, though. Almost 300 yards of... That's crazy. 32 yeah. carries. I, I mean, that's crazy. Well, that's why he's going to Alabama, right? Yeah, killing yeah. Clearly. All right. All right. Seems to be very, very good. Lake Gibson's uh, record of one and two isn't necessarily indicative of how good this team is. Mm -hmm. They're playing a ridiculous schedule. And you got to remember when the schedule was set, there was a lot more stars, four stars, five stars on that roster that are just down the road now at a different high school. So you got to play the schedules in front of you, and you got to give it to uh, that those players and that coaching staff. Uh, they're playing it, and they're getting better, seemingly getting better each week. Yeah, for sure. Are Lake Gibson and Lakeland playing this year again? Yes. Ooh. I believe so. Ooh, that would be a really good game. Ninety-nine percent sure. Well, if if you know, I'm ninety-nine percent sure and five percent not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll, well, we'll let that slide too. We'll go with that too. No, but that, if you know if they do end up playing, that is a super super big game, especially like you're saying with all kind of the movement between the two schools. So. And Lake Gibson won that game last year. Yep. So they did twice. Mm-hmm. They beat them in the playoffs as well. I mean, they won when it really counted. That's right. That's right. Bartow goes to overtime, but they take out the Golden Gate Titans in Naples last Friday night. Um, so good win there, 28-21 in overtime. Other scores, Frostproof over Okeechobee, 28-13. to DeSoto over George Jenkins, 20-14. to I will say Jenkins has always kind of been the not great football program in Lakeland, and I don't say that in a disparaging way. I just that they're a younger program, and, and they've, they've not done as well year in and year out. That team is turning a corner, and I think that young coaching staff over there is doing a great job. So looking for things from Jenkins. Heen City over Celebration, 38-7. to uh, Wiki Wachi over Tenorock. <laughs> I just like saying that. 8-6. Yeah. to six. And Santa Fe Catholic all over Leesburg First Academy, 40 to nothing. With that, we're going to go ahead and head to our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about college football. And, and, and we know Jenna wants to talk about Ohio State, but Woo! maybe we'll do that. You're listening to Sports Central on Talk 96.7. Sports Central, let's talk sports. And it's brought to you by BSN Sports. Yes, we are talking sports with Jenna and Neil. Thank you, Mr. Eric. Appreciate you as always taking care of everything over there. Sometimes there's question music, questionable, questionable music choices, but this is not one of them. I was going to say, this is a really, really good one. You thought I was going in a completely different direction. I did, and I'm glad you so swooped back around. Completely <laughs> redeemed myself. <laughs> College football, uh, locally, we want to say congratulations to uh, Southeastern University, their football team, the fire travel to Miami Gardens uh, to take, no, excuse me, they will be on uh, September 24th. SEU is coming off a 27-13 victory over Florida Memorial on September 10th, and then their game for this weekend uh, actually has already been called against the University of Fort Lauderdale. They had to forfeit to the fire 4-0 on the season, uh, so they get kind of a hmm. they get a win and a bye week, which I know the players want to play. Yeah, 100%. but you know can maybe get healthy if there's any lingering injuries there or whatever. But uh, Weber. So looking over at Weber, um, they won their first game on the 27th uh, against Lincoln University, 35-10. to um, This past Saturday, they played Cumberland University, and they lost a tough game, 24-25. Yeah, so this Saturday, they take on Atlantis University. Um, that is just a scrimmage, but it's at 1.30 p.m. Is that underwater? Potentially. It doesn't say where Atlanta, it is. Atlantis? 
Yeah, it could be, like with like Please. King Triton and everything. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and then switching over to Warner. Um, Warner played on August 27th, and they lost to Kaiser University 7-44. Oof. Uh, and oh, here's another one. Then they played on September 3rd against the University of West Florida, lost 3-52. to Oh, I thought you were going to make a noise, but never mind. Um, and then so September 17th, so next Saturday, they will be taking on um, Florida Memorial University at 3 p.m. in Miami Gardens. All right. Well, college football, uh, AP top 25, Georgia number one now, and I think that's deserved, especially after uh, Alabama went into Texas. No, not Texas A&M. Texas. Texas. Yes, yeah. I had it right the first time. Uh, Texas and uh, barely escaped. But listen, at the, yes, they don't look like the Nick Saban teams we've seen before. Yes, they're not disciplined. Yes, they had too many penalties and all those things. They're still Alabama. They still won. It is what it is. To me, even though Georgia's the champ, as far as the champ, like the overall program, year in and year out, it's Alabama. Georgia will have to win again this year for that conversation to change a little bit. You buying or selling? I'm selling. I I can't stand it. Well, see, you're letting your emotions. <laughs> you're letting your emotions okay, get okay, in the okay. way. I'll buy it. What you said is very, very true. Just stop there. Okay. You've made my day. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, but I, I see them on a slippery slope. On a slippery slope, and I'm just kind of sitting there like, ha 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 in the background. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, number one, Georgia in South Carolina to take on the Gamecocks, and that will be a 12 noon kick on ESPN. I think Georgia rolls. UConn at Michigan, Michigan rolls. Uh, Nebraska fired Scott Frost after a one and two start. Uh, that had to be painful for for. The whole Nebraska family, because that's that's their guy. Uh, you know, he their quarterback and glory days and all that. But I think they did it before the Oklahoma game on purpose. So now they have a reason to get rolled by Oklahoma on Saturday. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know that does make sense. I can see that, a hundred percent. And I think that's what happens. Uh, Kentucky beats the Gators last weekend and jumps all the way to number nine in the country. So they're top ten. Uh, what Stoops has done there. Uh, they take on Youngstown State. I don't know what just happened. Is that me? That's totally me. Sorry. You know, if I had a mouse, I wouldn't have that happen, Eric. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, where's that music coming from? I didn't know either. <laughs> Texas State and uh, Baylor, they will play. Uh, I really think, it, without going in through the entire top 25, um, the game of the week has got to be... I'm sorry, USF fans. It's not your game against Florida in the swamp at 7:30 on Saturday. I think the Florida Gators are going to take out a lot of um, pinup aggression mm-hmm. on USF after losing to Kentucky. But it's got to be that Miami, number 13 in the country, versus number 24 Texas A&M. You know Texas A&M has just got to be—they're fit to be tied after losing to App State last <sighs> week. I remember when that happened to Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and now you got Miami. So my question, I've got I've got two questions for you, Jenna. Jenna, excuse me. Does Miami feel good about beating Texas A and M? Will they will they feel as good about it beating a team that just lost to App State? So before that happened, if we can go in, we beat Texas A and M. We're back. We're on our way. Yeah. Now you beat a team that lost to App State. Is that the narrative? Yeah, I think it's not going to feel as great. 
But I definitely think they're going to still be very, very happy. For sure. Who do you Overall. Think, who do you think wins that game? Miami. I'm, I'm going with Miami. What? Why? Yeah. Look, I am so conflicted to my to my core, to my soul, because you got Jimbo, and I appreciate him coming to Florida State. I appreciate him winning a national championship, but he left a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate that. So he went with a quick fix at Florida State, and then the whole thing imploded. So if he's trying to build the foundation at Texas A&M, it's taking a while because mm-hmm. he hasn't necessarily – he beat Alabama, but other than that, what's he really won? So I'm not a big Jimbo Fisher fan. I don't care that he left. That's fine. Go get paid your $75, 85000000 million. Ooh. I don't blame him. No. He didn't have to win a game. It's fully guaranteed. Don't blame him. Mm. But I got to pick between Miami and Jimbo Fisher as a Florida State fan. Yeah, see, so I'm not – I wasn't like a born Florida State fan. I kind of chose that. But making the U is pretty fun. Yeah. So uh, that's why I'm going with Miami. Yeah, but making the broken U is even 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 funner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, we're going to go ahead and go to break. When we come back, we'll talk more college football. You're listening to Sports Central on Talk 96.7. All right, Sports Central talking sports this afternoon, as we do every Thursday. With the guys from Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism, it's brought to you in part by Jimmy John's Freaky Fast. All right. They call him Quick Neal. He's Neil Duncan. <laughs> I've never heard anyone call him that. Not, not a person. <laughs> not a person. Eric, I don't even know what you're talking about today. <laughs> but thank Neil. you. Doing a great job on the, the control board, as always. Neil Duncan, Jenna Kid, welcome back to Sports Central. And uh, we had a celebrity reach out to us during the break. We did. Commissioner Santiago, Dr. Martha Santiago, reached out to us and said, hey, you know, listen and, and enjoys the program and uh, of course we appreciate her and the board of county commissioners for all that they do for polk county but uh listen to sports central so thank you yeah thank you that's very exciting yeah we're actually going to see her tomorrow uh we'll talk about that in a, in a second but um the college football let's put a bow on that so there's no way that usf goes in and beat the gators right no no way all right, Florida State at Louisville tomorrow night, seven thirty. Florida State. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to come. They're off like of... a two or three point favorite, which eh, eh. on the road. Yeah, but... but I think I think they're going to come rolling off of the LSU win. Do you think that that potentially was a trap game for Florida State? Had they played Louisville the next weekend, so they had a bye week mm-hmm. last week, so get that win against LSU, kind of turn the corner as a program. Had they played that next Saturday, do you think that was a trap? But now they're laser focused. Hundred percent. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to move on to an exciting event that was recruited here to Polk County. Uh, We're very, very excited to to have them back in. It's the International Practical Shooting Confederation Pan American Championships. Uh, Those are going on at the uh, Universal Shooting Academy in Frostproof. And Jenna, I know you know this, but before you started working with us, did you know that Polk County has one of the best shooting facilities, not range shooting, but practical shooting uh, facilities in the world, right here in Polk County and Frostproof. Wow, we really do. Yeah, number one, best. Absolutely, that's awesome. And, yeah, and 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 so uh, Frank Garcia and his whole crew uh, invested in that some years ago, and we actually got an opportunity in 2011 to uh, go with Frank and recruit. Basically, was the Super Bowl of the sport. Okay, practical shooting. Um, we really were awarded the event before it's kind of like we went and got the Super Bowl before we hosted any of the playoffs. No. So <laughs> it, it, was, it was, it was crazy. And it was, it was just a testament to this community coming together and recruiting something here and bringing all that impact. So for three years prior to that event, 
a number of events were going on in, in Polk County because they wanted to shoot where the world championships were going to be in 2014. So those three years, and then since then, millions of dollars of economic impact. Uh, this event that's going on right now, it's roughly nine days with the pre-match and then the actual match itself, but the opening ceremonies will be tomorrow night. And 800 competitors from <laughs> more than 40 countries are in Polk County competing for the Pan American Championships. You weren't here in... Tw- Actually, you know what? I don't know why I just did that. I just opened the door for you. I'll go ahead and finish. You weren't here in 2014 when we had the world shoot, were we? Were you? No, and I will step in that door. So here I am. So in 2014, I was a senior in high school. Eric, did you hear that? Still in Ohio, not even down here. Senior. Eric and I were doing Sports Central in 2014. I was sitting right here. Yeah, I wasn't even in college yet. Eric, how long have you been here? At Hall Communications. Since 2004. 2004. What year were you born? 97. Okay. Well, at least you... Okay. Anyways. That's depressing. At least I'm like a 90s baby. No, we're we're getting away from it. (laughs) I typically don't do that, but I opened the door just completely open for you to make fun of my age. Yeah. And it was easy. Thank you. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. Okay. So anyways... (laughs) World-class facility uh, right here in Polk County, and it's an example of diversifying that sports portfolio, diversifying those events that are coming into Polk County, generating that economic impact. And you look at the the impact from sports coming out of COVID mm-hmm. and uh, participation in all the studies. You hear, you know, it, dropout rates are, are lower when kids are in sports and community sports and all that and the competitive sports bringing those new dollars. So obviously leisure travel, those dollars coming into the community, but it's events like this more than 40 countries coming into Polk County right now with 800 uh, participants. It's cool stuff. No, that is super cool. And it's countries all over the place. I mean, from A to Z. I mean, maybe not exactly Z, but, you know, we get the think, point. I don't think there's any Zs in there. But, but I'm just saying, from all over the place. It's, it's amazing and it's so cool that, you know, that they're here in Polk County, um, you know, to represent their countries in this amazing, um, you know, Super Bowl of... Of shooting, like you said. So well, when we talk about it all the time. It generates jobs. Yeah. It, oh, 100%. Gen- that economic impact. Hey, real quick, uh, we'll pivot back to the Rays. Uh, top of the ninth, they're in Toronto uh, trying to get back. They're a game and a half out in the playoff race. Uh, they are still up 5 nothing in the top of the ninth. So it looks like the Rays should, knock on wood, I don't want to jinx this, but they should get that win. So they'll be back uh, half game out of wild card spot. So, again, I think if I did the math correctly, 19 games left in the playoffs. Um, it's going to come right down to the wire. Oh, could you imagine if, you know, they lose because you said you jinxed them? Man. It's not me. Man, man, man. <laughs> Florida Tropics, we want to uh, real quick uh, mention that the Tropics season will begin on Friday, December 2nd. Uh, this will mark the ninth season of the Tropics playing in the Major Arena Soccer League. Official preseason will begin November 14th. Uh, each team will play a total of 24 regular season games, 12 at home, 12 away. Uh, before ending on Sunday, April 9th. The season will span a total of 19 weeks. A complete schedule will be available this fall. I know, in fact, we had uh, B.J. Ronaldo, um, who does just an amazing job with uh, with Doc and the entire crew uh, from the Tropics, and he was saying that they were finalizing that home schedule with Tony Camarillo mm-hmm. in the RP Funding Center. So looking forward to that. And again, you talk about Polk County as a destination. We have professional sports here in Polk County. You don't have to leave this county. You really don't have to leave this county for anything anymore. 
No, you really don't. Not even for Broadway series. We even have that RP. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So we want to remind you to uh, go to rpfundingcenter.com uh, for either the Lakeland Magic schedule or the Florida Tropics. Unfortunately, the Lakeland Tigers are done now, but we look forward to the Detroit Tigers coming back for spring training. Uh, Detroit Tigers, not really the year that they were looking for mm. in the rebuild. After last year showing some promise with the youngsters, this year it didn't really work out. Um, unfortunately, our good friend and general manager, uh, uh, president of operation, baseball operations, Al Avila, was released from his position. So it'll be interesting to see, but uh, that's one thing about having the Tigers in this community for so long. They're a part of it. Mm-hmm. So when they're winning, when they're not winning, those fans show up, those dollars show up back in Polk County. And so they never get too high, they never get too low. I just I love – so I think this will be the – 87th year i believe so i think yeah. this past year was the 86 mm-hmm. and this uh, coming up will be the 87th year so those that spring training schedule is going to be out soon so there's always something to be excited about no definitely and you know like you were saying tigers have such loyal loyal fans even you know from here all the way up you know to detroit so but switching over to uh shooting some hoops basketball yeah uh, magic. the magic schedule uh for the 2022-2023 season released on thursday uh the magic um are set to tip off their season opener on November 4th as they are set to travel to Memphis to take on the Hustle NBA G League affiliate for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, the Magic hosts their home opener on November 11th at the RP Funding Center as they take on the San, or the Austin Spurs NBA G League affiliate for the San Antonio Spurs. All right, well, that sounds good. We're going to go ahead and go to break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more local events. Uh, for Jenna, for Eric, I'm Neil. You'll be, we'll be right back. Hopefully you will be too. Right here on Talk 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7, and we are in the middle of Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Camp Margaritaville. Isn't that one of uh, Neil Duncan's favorite vacation spots? <laughs> yes. I thought so. But here's the problem with that. It's my favorite vacation spot for others. I would love to stay there, but I have a fundamental problem with staying somewhere where I can see my office. Oh, that's a, yeah. Because it's right next to Lake Memorial Sports Park in Auburndale. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable facility. But I, I can't, I, I can't, you know, turn this way at the pool and be like, well, no. Yeah. You're like, I probably have an email to answer. I got to go. Right. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Update from Toronto. The Rays put another run on the board. Did I already say that? Nope. Okay. Six nothing. That's a good thing. Yeah. Woo! Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They started the season with a... Did you watch this game? It was Sunday night. I did. Kept kicking field goals. Mm-hmm. Good thing is the kicker's good. Yeah. Get a unbelievable catch by Mike Evans at the end of the game, oh, yeah. or towards the end. Of the, it was the third quarter, early fourth quarter. Yeah, unbelievable catch. They do enough. It, they won the game nineteen to three. Dallas looked terrible. Um, now Dax D- out. Dax out now. It, I I know you're not old enough to remember this, but when the Buccaneers won their first Super Bowl, it was an unbelievable defense, and then the quarterback was just to do just. Don't lose the game and do just enough. Mm-hmm. It felt like that's what this game was. <laughs> Defense played well. Offense did just enough. And they went. I, I'll, 
I'll call it winning ugly. I will take 16 or 17 of those. No, 100%. I'm not complaining. Yeah. But it felt ugly. Yeah. And Tom Brady, 45, and he's still defying what anyone thought was possible. I'm 46, and I barely make it out of the bed in the morning. Yeah. To go brush my teeth. Yeah. And he's over here completing 18 out of 27 passes for a total of 212 yards with one passing touchdown and one interception. Mm, That's okay. Well, maybe I'm a little bit jaded here because um, those stats that you just gave, not Mm -hmm. great. Only worth 12 fantasy points. And you want to know why I know that? Because Tom Brady's my quarterback. Ah. So, I mean, if he goes off for 40 points this week, I'll be like, oh, the offense is fine. (laughs) 100%. So, So... this week, they traveled to New Orleans. They faced the Saints. They faced their former quarterback, who they got rid of, or didn't keep, Jameis Winston, mm-hmm. who's now the quarterback there in New Orleans. Um, both teams won on Sunday. Saints beat the Falcons. I think they came back in that game, actually. Uh, so that's a 1 o'clock kick. Tampa Bay is a 2.5-point favorite on the road. Who wins, Jenna? I say the Saints. Do you know where you're at? I know. I know, but I'm just being Eric, honest. Eric, did you hear that? I heard it. I just can't believe it. I, you know, I know where we are, but I just, that's what I, like I said, my bones, my bones are telling me saints. Why? Jameis? No, no, absolutely not because of whoa, him. Whoa, whoa, careful. I, I don't know. I just, that's just what my, the first thing that came into my mind was the saints. So that's what I said. Go with my gut. My gut's telling me it's almost time to be off the air because I'm hungry. <laughs> All right. I, I need it to be Tampa, and I need them to play better because I need Tom Brady to have more points. Let's be honest. Fantasy football is is where it's at. So did you lose last week? Yes. Ah, darn. Okay. By like four points. Okay, Tampa wins so that you can win. Thank you. You're welcome. Tonight, Thursday night football, Chargers at the Chiefs. Chiefs looks really good. Mm-hmm. They looked, oh, got a caller on the line. James. James from Armandale. How y'all doing? We're good. What's up, James? Uh, oh, the Saints. Yeah, y'all, no feet of DD. <laughs> 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 I'm with her on this one. <laughs> yes. Are, Thank you, James. Are you, are you serious right now? James from Armandale always has my back. Hey, 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 what can I say? I, I'm a Saints fan. I, I, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> like, hey, they, have a, they have a good chance to pulling off a at least a division a win this year okay but who wins the division james the bucks no i know but the point is i'm happy for the Saints. i'm a saints fan wait so james so james you're settling you'll settle for one win versus an actual division title and going to the playoffs and oh, potentially just, winning another super bowl no no i just want no 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 i just want to be clear where you stand on this james <laughs> Mediocrity hey, is okay to you. <laughs> All right, thanks, James. No, Appreciate it. Well, we are wrapping up, and uh, we're running out of time here. And we want to remind you, uh, you got the International Practical Shooting Confederation uh, Pan American Championships going on, but we got a couple other events we want to mention. Yeah, we have the JUCO Fall Twin Classic. That is a baseball tournament held at Lake Myrtle Sports Complex. Um, Tap Out Cancer Jiu-Jitsu. Um, that is going to be at the Advent Health Fieldhouse. The Florida State Premier Soccer League, that is a soccer tournament out at Lake Myrtle Sports Park as well. NSA uh, Polk County uh, Iron Woman, that's going to be a softball tournament in Bartow Complex and Christina Complex. Florida Half Century's 50s Tournament, Auburndale Diamond Plex and Lois Harp. 
And last but not least, Tour de Toe, that is a cycling event um, in uh, Bartow. Bartow, that's yep. right. We want to remind everyone you can go to the Welcome Center, just one half mile south of I-4 and Highway 27, get all that information about what's going on here in Polk County, uh, that visitor information, buy those attraction tickets. Um, it's going to stop raining soon, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you want to take advantage of why everyone else in the world comes and vacations or comes and competes in sports right here in Polk County. Or go to visitcentralflorida.org or centralfloridasports.com for a full listing of events. For Eric Clark, Jenna Kidd, I'm Neil Duncan. Thank you so much for tuning into Sports Central. We will see you next week right here on Talk 96.7.